the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Andre Salveson with you here on a Wednesday. A couple different things we want to discuss today here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we've got uh, special guests we're going to be speaking with, with the Logan Stampede. Uh, so you have uh, high school, college, NFL football. It's by and large in the fall. This year it's odd. You know, it's different than normal where you've got some. Uh, FCS schools playing right now here in the spring. But normally, your football fix, you just have to wait until the fall. But uh, we've got some local football happening here in the Valley coming up here in the next few weeks. And so we'll get a chance to talk a little bit more about the Logan Stampede. That's coming up a little bit later on this hour. Uh, The NBA trade deadline is fastly approaching. Will the Utah Jazz make a move? Uh, are there any notable moves going on in the NBA? Uh, and will it, you know, how much of a difference will it make? Uh, Jazz are back in action tonight, taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, but they're taking on a Brooklyn Nets that's, uh, dare we say, mostly neutered. Uh, I mean, they don't have hardly any of their high high profile players will be available uh, for them tonight. No, James Harden. No Kevin Durant, no Kyrie Irving, and not even their new acquisition, Blake Griffin. So, uh, interesting to see what happens there with the Utah Jazz and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, last time they faced the, the Brooklyn, it was a close game, uh, except not really. And so the Jazz certainly going to have some, uh, should have some memory of what happened last time, enact some revenge but it'll be against a, a not a fully staffed team, you know, not even close. Uh, but still, Utah Jazz hold one of the best uh, home records. They have not lost in Salt Lake City since the end of December. Now, because I have said that, I may jinx them. But that is more of your superpower, Ajay. I don't want, mean to steal uh, any of your your power or your authority there, because um, you you're the one who is the jinxy. Uh, no, but. Um, the Jazz should be able to take care of Brooklyn tonight. Shouldn't be much of a contest. Should, but uh, again, the Jazz are always one of those teams that likes to play down to their level. Case in point, the last home game <laughs> yeah. they had against yep. the Houston Rockets. Yep. Where and they were just came out flat. And did they win the game? Yeah, but I mean, it was a lot closer than it should have been. There was a lack of sense of urgency. There was a lack of, uh, you know, look, an almost entitlement. Like, hey, look, we are the Utah Jazz. We are the best team in the league. We're going to play like it tonight. There was there, no swagger. I mean, it was just kind of laziness. Um, so that was frustrating to watch. Um, I mean, but without Harden, without Kyrie, without Durant, without Griffin, this should be a runaway. I mean, it, it should be a runaway for the Jazz at home. No reason why it shouldn't be a 15-plus point win. And if it's not, then we've got major issues. I should see. I don't even know. What is I was going to ask what the line was. Do you know? Uh, currently, the Jazz are favored by 11. I oh, would take boy. the Jazz <laughs> to cover. Uh, Over-under at 230. Wow. Huh. I don't know. I might take the under on that, though. Really? Just defensively, Jazz would want to try to slow them down. 
But uh, so we'll have that full game here on the fan coming up a little bit later on this evening. Pre-game coverage at 7.50. It's an 8 p.m. tip-off tonight. It's an ESPN game. I-, I can't imagine the folks at ESPN are particularly pleased that this will be a game without James Harden, without Blake Griffin, without Kyrie Irving, without Kevin Durant for the Brooklyn Nets. But for the Jazz, sure, it's the number one team in the NBA. Got them. Are we still number one team? Yes. Okay. By a couple of games. Hey, so what's our uh, stretch of schedule right here coming up? What does it look like for what, the Jazz? What's our stretching schedule? No, I said stretch of a schedule. Start off with my glutes. No, nobody cares what your flabby they're, thighs are doing. My hamstrings. Oh my gosh, stop it. This is not this is not that kind of a line here. <laughs> the crap is your problem. You asked. No, no. You you took that question and and rearranged it and ran all away with it into it. Okay, I got it right here. So, home against Brooklyn, Memphis, Memphis, Cleveland, and then at Memphis on March 31st. So, you got four straight home games. Then you're at Memphis. Two game homestand in Chicago, Orlando, two game road swing at Dallas and Phoenix. And then home for five games. Portland, Sacramento, Washington, Oklahoma City, and Indiana. The, the Jazz should be favored in uh, so many of these Okay, so games. yeah, in fact, you know what? Let's do this. Brooklyn at home tonight, they're favored. Absolutely. Memphis twice at home? Yes? I, 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 like, I think Utah should be able to beat them. Yeah, I think the Jazz should be favored in those games. In fact, the standings say of Memphis right now. They're right now in the 10th position. They're 20 and 20. Okay, so I think that's back-to-back home wins, at least at home. Cleveland should be a win, right? Yes. At home. You're at Memphis. That one might be a little bit tougher. I uh, would understand. I mean, if they lose that game, they do. Memphis at home, they are 11 and 13. They're 9 and 7 on the road. Wow. They're on the road. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, but then they're home against Chicago and Orlando. Chicago's kind of a problem. They've gotten a little bit better. Orlando at home, they should beat. Yes. So then that gives you... And that da- could be a very different-looking Orlando team. Dallas and Approaching Phoenix. Approaching the trade deadline. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dallas and Phoenix on the road, it, they're going to go 0-2. Uh, I think they beat Dallas. Uh, I, well, I don't know. They split that series. Phoenix is right behind Utah in the West. They're two games behind the Jazz. Dallas is currently 22-19. and 19. They're kind of quietly getting their act together and improving. Yeah, I think Dallas and Phoenix both beat us on the road. That does scare me just a tad bit. And then Sacramento, Washington, Oklahoma City, and Indiana all at home. That should be one, two, three, four, five straight wins at home. Even though it's a back-to-back coming from Phoenix to home against Portland. Oh, wait. That's Portland. Sorry, I missed it. We got Portland at home, so they'll lose that one. Sacramento, Washington, Oklahoma City, and Indiana. So they'll lose one out of those five. But four and one's not bad. Four and one's not bad. And then they got the Lakers on the 17th and 19th in back-to-back games. And I don't know if LeBron's going to be back by then. I don't know what his status will be. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the thing with the um, with the Lakers. 
just a, some real uncertainty there with Anthony uh, Davis and his return. How long will LeBron be out? Um, they they're really at risk of slipping. They've got one of the toughest schedules to finish out the year. Yeah, they do. So they're at risk of falling near the very bottom of the current standings. And by the way, Ajay, this is one of those rare instances I need to get. I need to bring up here. Oh, this ought to be good. I <laughs> apologize. You were right. What? I was wrong. What? Can you say that again? I I I have last night on the show when we weren't paying attention to the clock. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. That's another that. apology I need to make. <laughs> but you were talking about the Jazz finishing out the season, and I didn't think they had that many games. <laughs> And uh, it, it threw us both kind of for a loop, and we weren't paying attention to the clock, and it snuck up on us. It snuck up on us. <laughs> so the Jazz have, what, 30, 30 games, games left? Yep. Okay. For some reason, I had it in my head. They only had yeah, 20 Yeah, well, you said left. 20. I was like, that can't be right, man. <laughs> but okay, sure, we'll go with 20 for now until you're wrong. Um, hey, by the way, uh, Leon Rice texted, and he wants to know about his team. Uh, what are the odds that Colorado State and Boise play each other in the NIT? Uh, odds are probably pretty decent. good. Yeah, um, Colorado Bo- State and Boise, Boise State- won their opening rounds. Yeah, but Boise State's got a massive, massive problem with Memphis. Like Memphis is very lengthy, incredibly athletic. They're going to be a big problem, and especially without Acott, they're going to be a big problem uh, for the Boise State Broncos. Coming up tomorrow, Colorado State plays NC State at five o'clock, and Boise State plays Memphis at seven. Memphis is the other number one seed. Hey, by the way, I'll have to look this up. Still alive. But I think because we are in that little like contract obligation with Westwood One, I think we air the NIT championship too. I'll have to look that up. Oh. But I th- I think we air the NIT championship. I'll have to look that up. That's not Semifinals are March 27th. The third place game will be March 28th. There's a third place game? I don't know that. Yeah. And the championship will be later that day on March 28th. If Boise State can win tonight, I think Boise State and the Rams will see each other. So, or tomorrow night, I should say. If Colorado State beats NC State, that's they a, advance to the semifinals. Matchup. That'll be a good game. Yeah, it should be. And if Boise State gets past Memphis, they move on to the semifinals. They will face each other. And I believe that uh, is at the, the uh, Comerica Center in Frisco, Texas. Oh, Frisco. That's where the rest of the games are being played, in the Comerica Center in Frisco. I love Frisco, Texas. Texas. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that place now. Frisco. Frisco. So not in, not in Madison Square Garden. It is a departure from normally where the NIT is held, but there is a good likelihood that Colorado State and Boise State could face each other in the semifinals on March 27th. And Colorado State's going to give them a lot of problems, too. That's That's a good team. We, have a, we had a good league this year. I don't know what it's going to be like next year. Things are going to be different, but uh, this year it was a good league. Uh, do you see – got to see if I can find it. Uh, Chris Murray? No, I did not. Mountain West NCAA tournament units in the current six-year cycle. So every time you win a game, you get it's considered an NCAA tournament unit. Sure. And there's a dollar figure attached to that. Yeah. So each game you win, it's an additional unit. 
and then they send money back to the conference over a period of time. Okay. So, Mountain West NCAA tournament units in the current six-year cycle, so from 2016 to 2021, Okay. that number is 10. The Mountain West NCAA tournament units in the six-year cycle before that, that's 2010 to 2015, 33. What? So the Mountain West has been struggling to get multiple teams to the Mountain West or to the NCAA tournament and struggling further in winning you know, in the NCAA tournament. And that's, that's creating a financial problem for the conference. I need to. Uh, I retweeted that, by the way. So if you follow me on Twitter, yeah, I need to. to I need that. to find that. Um, I need to find out like how many times we've sent three plus teams to the Mount West or from the Mount West to the NCAA tournament. I know things are kind of changed. I mean, just the way you know what teams are in and teams are part of the conference now. But I'd be interested. To see how many bids we've gotten throughout, I mean, since 2010. Okay, so he kind of breaks it down a oh, little sweet. bit. Um, but not quite with that detail that you're looking for. Uh, the Mountain West earned six units in 2010, seven in 2011, five in 2012, seven wow. in 2013, four in 2014, and four in 2015. Look, as much as we might hate BYU, and we do. Uh, and Utah. Yeah, and Utah. They were major getters for us in the Mountain West. Before we were in the Mountain West, they were major getters for the Mountain West Conference. And, I mean, Jimmer Fredette and the Cougars took them to elite status. The Utes did the same thing. I mean, we may not like them, but they were big helpers of the Mountain West Conference to get where they were. Another point from Chris Murray's uh, column on Nevada Sportsnet. Uh, the, the Mountain West has not had more than two teams in the NCAA tournament since 2015, with only one team racking up multiple units in a tournament since 2016, and that was Nevada back in 18. Um, I heard that, I heard Boise State is really thrilled about advancing, you know, past the first round of the NIT and that a writer went out there and said, uh, you know, even no matter what happens tomorrow night against the Memphis Tigers, you know, unlike the NCAA tournament team, San Diego State and Utah State, Boise State can say that they advanced past the first round. And I was like, don't. <laughs> don't do that. You know better. Yeah, I saw something else of maybe the same certain writer saying, Boise State and Colorado State still playing meaningful basketball. Oh, I know. I nearly said something too. So I and so what I've learned to do, and I think I did it with you a couple times, is I'll tweet something. Well, I'll I'll, I'll write out the tweet and then screenshot it, send it to you, and then I either get a yes or a no, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll delete it. Now. I'm, I'm your final judge. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, Eric, can I? No. <laughs> Crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last thing on this, and we'll because I think it's fascinating, just yeah, the financial aspect of how it affects teams and how it affects the conference. So each unit, um, it, it's not that financial payment does, doesn't come in one lump sum like sure. right away. It's paid out over time. 
Chris Murray explains it this way. Each unit is worth roughly $290,000 this year, paid by the NCAA to the conference of that school. Each unit has a life of six years. So one unit this season is worth roughly $1.74 million over its life. Those payouts are then split evenly among the conference's schools. So that kind of answers your question, uh, or the question here from Leon Rice. Uh, two things. Uh, Leon says, can Audrey be our sister Gina and pray the way she does so the Aggies can win the NCAA tournament? No, because God's a BYU fan. Uh, and then he <laughs> asked, does the Mountain West get any money for, for the NIT? Do they? Uh, there is some distribution, yes. Uh, how it works in compared to the uh, NCAA, it's significantly less, but I don't know what that number is, to mm. be honest. And um, this year, a little bit different than most, but the NIT, much of it was the the financial draw of at least being able to participate in the NIT is that you could host a lot of those first couple of rounds, and those are opportunities to sell more tickets, sell more concessions, more in-game sponsorships, yada, yada, yada. And so there was that financial aspect of still participating. But even if you were a traveling team, uh, you would be able to, to get some of those proceeds. But what that is, I don't know, to be honest. Where's intern Cody? Where'd he go? Should bird dog him He's on that. delivering pizza tonight. He's doing his job. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll sick uh, yeah. intern Cody. Tomorrow Cody will that. be here and we got a job for him. Yeah. So what's the NIT payout? It's a good question. It is a good question. Um, but the bottom line yeah, is the Mountain West, the, the, the top half of the Mountain West has consistently been pretty good. But the bottom half of the Mountain West drags everybody else down. And some of those schools, they, just, they don't really have a whole lot of signs of life. Like, we're going to see improvement out of them. This year, though, I mean, it seems a little bit of an anomaly to have as many schools as uh, uh, 300 net ranking or worse. Yeah. Air Force, New Mexico, San Jose, that's, that's kind of rare for the Mountain West to have those three teams that bad. San Jose flirting down in that area, yeah, that's pretty common. New Mexico, not common. Air Force, not that common. But Mountain West has to collectively... Keep trying to get better. Uh, I mean, they've got a schedule tough for opponents. I mean, this uh, the, the money that's come from the NCAA, that's helpful. This new TV contract with Fox Sports and CBS for football, that's going to be helpful. Oh, yeah. Helping the bottom line for a lot of these athletic departments. Yeah, it's a financial get, right? It's a financial help. <laughs> As a certain Boise State writer pointed out, we're the reason, or the conference is the reason, and I guess the Aggies and the Aztecs are a reason why we don't get $1.4 million as well, because we lost our games. <laughs> God bless Boise, man. Oh, my word. <laughs> that still is funny as heck. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, no, it's good stuff. I With Craig Smith coming back. Okay. Do the Aggies have the personnel and the coaching to get more units from the NCAA tournament? Can they win a game in advance of the next round? Coaching, yes. Personnel, no. If we're going to be honest. Way too early to tell. We don't know. Oh, yeah. Extremely early. 
who's coming, who's going to leave, what yeah. the uh, new recruits are going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, that's fair. Um, I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday, about what this team could look like next year. Um, I, I don't know about Bearstow. I mean, he's kind of got buried on the depth chart. When you got Raleigh, Liam McChesney's coming back, by the way. Marco, Brock, Ashworth, Shulga. That's six guys without even mentioning Bearstow. Who seemed like it, he digressed this year. I, I, I think, um, I know people are curious about Fonzo. I would say he's gone. I don't think he's coming back either. Uh, Ked is going to go. He should go. He should go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, pot, uh, what is it? The, you know, the pot is hot. Go. Get out of here. Get yours. And he, he deserves to. Um, to no Fonzo, no Keta. You lose Kuba, but, I mean, Kuba wasn't playing anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to go look at, you know, you got to go look at some guard talent. You know, what, where does it look like and what does it look like? So uh, They don't need to recruit a point guard. No, no, sorry. Yeah, I can there's hear you. a there's an embarrassment of riches at the point guard position. They need a shooter. But isn't that a guard? It's a guard, yeah. But so a shooter. You, you don't need somebody that's going to initiate offense. Uh, you need a shooter. Okay, somebody but here's the problem. Is six that, five, six six. Okay, so then what do you do with guys like Brock, Marco, Shulga, and maybe Shulga could play point. I don't know. But I you already think got Shulga but, is kind of a point. Yeah, okay, so then you got Ashworth, Shulga, Raleigh, Marco, who else is Brock, and one more. Well, Brock's kind of that shooter or small forward position, so. I wonder if Brock's shooting guard, small forward, though, man. Because I guess technically if we looked at it, I mean, rosters these days aren't one through five in traditional roles anymore. That's true, that's true. But somebody who's at six... Five six six. Who who can shoot? When you need a bucket, you can hit a bucket. Mm. Yeah, they they need a guy who can score. Like is a bucket getter. Um, they had Kobe McEwen, then they had Sam, then they had Namiish. But Namiish was a center. You need a guard who can go get you a bucket. Right, and if you can't get the ball to Namiish, you can't do it. And and you can't make shots. You're you're done for. We saw that this year. When the guards can't make a shot and Keta is being quadruple teamed by five guys and they're leaving all their guards around the perimeter open, we are in deep trouble. Is that crazy? Like, I didn't think that I didn't think it'd be that big of a weakness to have our guards. I mean, without Sam Merrill. Look, I knew the loss of Sam Merrill would be tough, but I thought the quality like our guards had open looks all day and they couldn't make them. Uh, nine four six three. Really quickly, I feel like Shulga has just astronomical amounts of hidden talent that we don't know about, and he just needs the confidence to kind of let loose and get more of a green light from Coach Smith, and he could explode next year. I would agree with that, and I think Shulga's going to have a big year next year. Absolutely. I, I think the way he improved as the year went on and started to get more significant minutes yeah. outside of the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, of course. But I think that we saw his his trajectory, so I agree. I think nine four six three is spot on. Are you worried about Dorius? Am I worried about Dorius? Um, can he handle it? I mean, if he ends up starting, or if he were to end up playing heavy minutes, you worried about it? I mean, I like Dorius a lot. It just, man, he he was tough to watch sometimes. Yeah, but he had some pretty good games uh, where he was solid 
in the paint, just not screwing up, really. Sometimes that's all you need from a, yeah. a spot on the floor. Let every, he doesn't need to be the featured guy. So it, it's it's always tough to replace a legend. Yeah. To be the some, the guy that replaces the guy. <laughs> that's, that's that's true. Tori just got to re, re... And then the problem is is that in uh, the rest of Aggie Nation will probably compare every game Dorius has to where Keta was. Yeah, that's totally unfair. Well, Keta will do this. Keta's in the NBA. Calm down. <laughs> Dorius is not going to play in the NBA. Okay? He's going to be one of those uh, 98 or 99.3% NCAA athletes who go pro in something else other than basketball. Look, it, it, if he can anchor the post, play solid defense, grab some rebounds, he'll get some putbacks. You don't need him to average a double-double a game. If he can average six points, five boards, I think most people would be okay with that. Four fouls? Four fouls. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you're going to have Bean that's going to be there cleaning up. That's true. You're going to have other guys that can shoot and create. Hopefully we have somebody who can attack the rim. Oh, I need to see more of Shimon. I want to see more of what he looks like. I'm kind of intrigued by this guy. Coaches love him, right? Like that's so. Who's, uh, who's if Dorius is going to be the de facto starter because of yeah. the minutes and where he played as the backup role? If he's going to move into the starter position, what's the backup going to look like? Yeah, is that Zapala? Yeah, is it McChesney? Is it somebody else? Just got a text from Tony Dorius. Will average five turnovers in ten minutes of play. I think Dorius's biggest problem is he just needs to be physical with the ball. Like go up like a big man in Division One basketball. No soft stuff. Go up with it, hold it, be physical, dunk it. No, no softness in Division One basketball. There's some young, good, talented big men in the Mountain West. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, I would agree. He's gonna have his hands full. I'd uh, love to continue to get your your uh, comments, your thoughts, your suggestions on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Don't forget Guild Mortgage. They can select from hundreds of different loan products tailored to your needs, so they can help you out. Find the right loan to fit your life, and they help sponsor our text line. At Guild Mortgage, you can call 435-294-2480. going to take a quick step aside here in the Full Court Press. When we come back on the other side, let's talk some football, shall we? Yes, football in spring. I know. And we're not talking about spring practices no. or spring scrimmages. No. It's like the real deal. They, you know, they called and asked if I want to be the starting running back today. Um, they asked, you know, we just think you got great skill, great hands, great speed. Um, that was a hard decision to make. Is it because you'll, like, disappear behind the... <laughs> Offensive line? No one will know. <laughs> I'm going to pull Mark Sanchez and right, Where you come from? run right into the butt of our offensive lineman and fumble the ball. <laughs> Still the greatest play ever. Logan Stampede, coming up next here at the Full Court Press. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a Bobcat, a Wolf, a Grizzly, a Mustang, or a Riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. 
If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. The Spice on Ice team at the Eccles Ice Center has been working hard to bring you an amazing virtual auction full of fun and useful items for the entire family. With the help of the Malou Foundation, you can bid on items that would have been available at this year's Spice on Ice auction. The annual Spice on Ice event and auction raises funds for the Eccles Ice Center. Due to COVID-19, this year's event is canceled and critical funds will be lost. Without your help and donations, the Eccles Ice Center may not be able to keep all programs available throughout the year. Please go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Maloo Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. The Spice on Ice fundraiser auction will start Thursday, March 25th at 10 a.m. and finish Saturday, March 27th at 6 p.m. You must go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Maloo Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. For questions, concerns, or if you need help joining the auction, please call 787-2288. Extend Attention 222. Call in all golfers. Birch Creek's punch passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's punch passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened February 15th through May 15th. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time and we can help. Tax credits are available if you qualify. Call 752-9493 to schedule an appointment face-to-face or virtually. Call 752-9493 for help with your health insurance needs. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 106.9thefan.com and streaming on our 106.9thefan mobile app. Hey, we're talking a lot of local sports this week. Uh... We're gonna we're gonna hit on some water polo. One of my favorite sports. I was an All American in water polo uh, for three years, and so I'm excited to uh, talk some water polo later this week. Lacrosse. I was a All Region lacrosse player for three years. What? There was no such thing. Back yes, then. there was. How would you know? There is now. It's a sanctioned sport. 
Back I then, it was not. You were running league. around in those little gold suits saying Quidditch Dude, is a sanctioned tights, sport. I would, you know what I'm going to be it for doesn't Halloween? Work that is way. I'm going to be the snitch for Halloween, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't care how inappropriate it might look. Hey, uh, joining us here by talking about speaking of local sports, so Logan Stampede are getting their football season underway next Saturday night. And joining us here on the Full Court Press is Terrence Poole, who's the head coach, GM, and offense coordinator, and Will Drake, who kind of oversees all the operation. He's like the Robert Kraft of this dynasty, so-called the Logan Stampede. Gentlemen, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, so let's get to it. Willow, uh, see where the Stampede started when they were first born to where they are now. Can you talk about the transition, maybe both in fan base support and in the team as well? So from 2007 to now, or just from when I took over? Uh, yes. I guess, okay, so let's go okay. 2007 to now. So 2007, they were really popular. The Stampede were very well known because the team put in the footwork and uh, they won the championship their second year. Uh, it was the idea of Dave Curtis and his friends to get a local sports team going, and they joined the Rocky Mountain Football League, and they had – cheerleaders at their home games even there was like it was completely different and they had halftime shows and we would have games at utah state even and Whoa, uh that's pretty cool but after the championship uh, two years after that it just kind of died down to the same guys and no recruiting and then i took back over about four years ago you would go to a home game there'd be like 50 people there and I have been busting my butt to get it to be more of a known uh, family event again. And you'll see plenty of people at my home games, but I'm still trying to get more. You can always take more. Yes. You can always oh, take more. Yes. It's, it's hard to get people out there. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys is uh, you, you mentioned recruiting. This is different uh, style of recruiting, I would imagine, than what some may think with uh, how a college might recruit a high school athlete. Um, but this is, a, uh, I guess, a general question about the, the team makeup. These are guys that played at some level, high school, maybe college, maybe some went on and played professionally. But when you're, when you're done with those, I guess, official, quote-unquote, official sanctioned uh, activities, if guys still want to play the game, it's not like you can just grab a ball, run down to your park, and there's going to be a bunch of dudes hanging around ready to play. It's it's just a sport that's very different from basketball or golf or tennis or pickleball. You require a lot of guys to be able to get together and even play the game. So uh, what I guess, first of all, what is it like trying to put a team together? And then like, where do these guys come from? Where do you, where do you get them? How do you assemble a team? A lot of kissing butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Because when I took over, I took over four years ago, and we only had 14 guys. The The entire Stampede roster just, they all retired. And I had 14 guys, and it was a very unsuccessful season. We didn't score but once. And I went out to all the events. I met all the owners from all the different teams and got – myself inserted into conversations with other players to network to find people and I pride myself on word of mouth because I offered a different environment and that's that was the bulk of my recruiting is just word of mouth and meeting people getting the right people here but I would also invite the wrong people and 
it wasn't a very conducive environment for a championship team. Like last year on paper, we should have been the best team. Uh, even the year before that, we should have been unstoppable. But I was focusing on size and um, skill and all these different things instead of teaching the guys how to play together. So it's exciting this year because I have Terrence to help me out and uh, we're going to do a lot of exciting things. So, so sorry, Ash, if I could, go. Uh, Terrence, let me ask you just uh, uh, about the, the makeup of this team. Like, uh, I know it's a larger roster. You don't, I don't, I'm not asking you to name everybody on your roster, but just how it is working with uh, the, the t- different types of people that are part of this roster, maybe a, an, an age range of different people and backgrounds that, that make up your team. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually, it's, um, it's wild that you bring that up because, you know, the diversity is something at this level, um, that we get a lot of, I mean, I've got a 47 year old player. Um, um, yeah, I used to have a 63 year old player. Stop it. Um, wow. and then I have, I have a kid that's fresh out of high school. And so we have them every age. What did the 63 year old play? Like what position? He, he, he was a lineman and it was funny <laughs> Because uh, he, he's he's giant lineman. He played Utah State. He played all over, and he's been playing football his whole life. And my first year, I'm down in Salt Lake, and it's a uh, the where all the league comes together, and we it's a kind of a jamboree style. Mm-hmm. And one of the owners of the other team, he's like, "Hey Willow, come over here. I want to talk to you." He's like, "That number seven is not good." I'm like, "He's 62 years old." He goes, "I stand corrected." Because <laughs> it, it took him like forty five minutes just to get his pads on, but he showed up. That's amazing. That's um, yeah, that is incredible. So you, you mentioned some of them have a pretty diverse background. Some high school, they, they played high school. Some college level. Any beyond that? Yeah. So so we've got um, we've got some guys on the roster that were in some NFL camps. Um, we've got um, some Division one guys. Um, and then obviously some high school standouts and stuff that just didn't quite cut at the JUCO level or division through two or three or whatever. And, and, um, they come in and they're looking for that next level experience. And, and that's something that, um, we've really put a focus on this year is, is the product that we deliver our players. Um, and with that though, you've got, um, standout athletes that played perhaps lacrosse. We've got a couple of dudes that were division one lacrosse standouts, um, that have come in first year football players and, and super coachable. And I think they're going to make a big difference just from an athletic standpoint. Um, and we've got, you know, that Polynesian Tongan connection with the rugby stuff. And we've got some stud rugby dudes have been playing some, some rugby and they're coming in. And again, they're just adding a ton of athleticism to what we've got. Um, and an atmosphere of competition that, um, is really, it's a fun atmosphere this year. And, um, we're super excited. We're, we're, um, you know, trying to drive as much energy to our home games as we can. Um, we've got, in the Eastern Division of the ICFL, Idaho Contact Football League, which is the, the uh, league we belong to, the Eastern Conference has uh, three of the top five teams. And um, we're hoping to make it four this year, um, counting ourselves. And so, yeah, we've, we, uh, we're excited. I mean, we're super excited. We've, we've been able to uh, create an atmosphere where guys are like, hey, man, I've, I've got my brother. Um, he's off season from JUCO over here. He wants to keep playing. And they bring them in, and if they fit our atmosphere and our culture, then we find them a jersey. What uh, off- What kind of offense can we expect to see from you guys this year? 
Uh, we're hoping to put up a lot of points. Um, we we run a uh, non-traditional RPO, so it'll look RPO, but um, I put some of my own personal twists on it. Good. Um, we've got as good a backfield um, from an athletic standpoint as anybody in our league, um, and our wide receiver crew. Um, you know, we've got a dozen of them, and every one of them runs a clean route and catches the ball in space and can do something with it after they catch it. And so um, we expect to be able to put a lot of points up just with a one-two punch on the RPO. And um, our quarterback is a converted safety, Liddell Jackson. Um, he went to Utah State, played um, defensive back over there for them. And um, he's, uh, he's my pet project, and uh, he's looking really good so far. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Willow, uh, let me ask you, you guys were talking about you know, home games, and we, it's a Logan Stampede, so where can people come check you guys out? If they want to go watch a game, where, where do we go? Where do you play? We're going to be playing at Ridgeline High School this year. Um, the first game is at 5 p.m., and we're going to have Lashar's Dance Studio come perform halftime. And it, it's not, not oh, not this week. Not the Easter break. The, the first game, they're on Easter break. So the next home game, they'll be performing halftime shows. And uh, the one thing that I'm really excited about is the home games is going to – I'm going to be trying to insert a level of energy because I'm removing myself from a coaching position and I'm going to be up in the booth. And that's one thing that I realize is a strong strength of mine is – energy getting people like excited and that's one thing that we noticed that we never had at any of our games yes this is another stampede first down okay <laughs> and it's just like who wants to play it's like boring right it, it, it's boring and you have a good announcer up there in the booth that can get the the crowds excited and get the home team excited you can turn the tide. We get Eric on the field at halftime. You can get some excitement out of that. I was going to say, if uh, didn't I hear a rumor that Ajay once was supposed to go? No. See, oh, you I, bring I, a level well, of excitement I, to the PA. Eric he, held he me back. He promised me. <laughs> Eric he stood me, me up. He me ghosted succeed. me. You know, I was set to <laughs> okay, have I that had, energy. I had him. to bring it up. Eric held me back. I didn't. He did not you, want I, to you know, drag He left me on red. I saw it. He looked at it. He's like, shoot. And then that was it. I feel so bad. I'll come. I promise. I'm going to uh. come to the games this year. I'm excited. Uh, and then, by the way, I when I go to a game, I usually go. I do come see the talent and the entertainment, but I like the food. Yeah, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. We've we've got um, a local local food truck, um, Byria Diaz. Um, they've got a spot right here in uh, downtown. Um, NorthernUtah.com. I don't know if they've been voted, hey, I'm, but I'm, I'm telling you, I think somebody nominated. did actually the other day. Um, we uh, we're excited. They they've partnered up with us. If you buy season passes, um, they'll they'll hook you up both at their food truck um, down here in town and um, at the game. They're going to be actually the ones that are our vendor. Um, and and likewise, you're going to get all kinds of perks to having season passes versus um, just paying at the gate. So, oh, cool. what does it cost to go see a game? Uh, so adults um, at the gate. Adults are um, five, uh, twelve and under are two fifty. And six and under are free. Um, we've got season really passes. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in season passes, we're fifty dollars for a family of five. Um, that's four games. If you were to add that up, it, it you know you basically get it for half price. Um, and the same thing, we're fifteen dollars for an individual pass. That gives you basically one free game. Plus, you get the perks that come with it. So 
um you're getting cool yeah so you're getting you're getting a ton of discounts um to all the games uh home games and then you're getting a ton of discounts with um local local companies like uh straight up oil and brakes over in garland um they're giving you 15 percent off uh during the regular season if you have a season pass uh i mean this day and age with the price of petrol you know, you gotta gotta think about that. That that kind of stuff adds up a season going long. Up. You know, yeah, uh, what about up. your guys' social media? I know you guys are probably big into social media. How can people find your social media? Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever it is. Yeah, so we're we're on both uh, Instagram and um, Facebook. Facebook, we are Logan Stampede Football and Cheer. Um, go like us, give it the blue check. Um, we appreciate that, and then follow us there. We're we're always doing fun stuff, um, player profiles, things like that. And then over on Instagram at the underscore Logan underscore Stampede. Um, same thing. They're, 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 we're always doing giveaways over on Instagram and stuff too. Um, Byria Diaz, um, Mario, who is actually one of our players, is the owner of that. Him and his wife um, help us um, a, a bunch over there, and and they uh, they're always doing giveaways. Is so. that the best place to find your schedule, like who you're playing and when you're playing and stuff like that, or is, is yeah, that, yeah? So we'll have we'll have the schedule posted in both places there. Um, and and this early in the season, with um, schools just kind of opening up and allowing us to actually play there and things like that, we're uh, like like Willow had mentioned, we're we're looking at Ridgeline High School as our home. We're hoping to make that a permanent partner. Um, but with scheduling things and and that, we hate to post it out too early. Until I have some definitives on their schedule, so. So first home game is when? First home game is April third, so the, a week from Saturday. Um, we play the Montana Monsters. Um, they they um, they had a really good preseason matchup with um, another Montana team, um, and so we're we're hoping they come down and give us a fight and make it a a worthwhile game. Awesome, Willow. We're the league affiliation has changed over time. So the 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 teams that are that you will face this year, like where are they from? Where are they located? Just kind of roughly. Um, it's mainly based out of Idaho. It's the ICFL. Um, the ICFL used to be the Boise ICF or Boise Idaho Football League. It's been changed so many times, and I got invited to join them last year. And so the teams range from Montana to Idaho Falls to Boise. We are the furthest uh, south team. We're the only Utah team that's in the ICFL. Hey, uh, guys, great stuff. Thank you so much for your time. That's Terrence Pulse, Will Drake, part of the Logan Stampede. First game, April 3rd, 5 p.m., I believe. Uh, Will Drake will be on the mic, and uh, Terrence Pulse will be on the sideline taking care of the offense. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks for your time. Yeah, good luck this year, guys. All right, more of the Full Court Press coming up here on 106.9 FM, 1390. Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
Now is the time to visit with the professionals at Great Basin Graphics for the perfect t-shirt or new clothing design for spring. T-shirts and employee clothing continue to be a favorite and a great way to advertise your business while on the move. With the best screen printer in town along with the equipment and knowledge to create custom clothing at great prices, Great Basin Graphics is sure to make you look. Great Basin Graphics will design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA Tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. That was fun. Yeah. Those guys uh, 9948 texted into the show. If you want a lot of energy at Ridgeline, you, need, you will need a new PA system. The speakers are horrible. Uh oh. Okay, we got to fix that. Willow will just have to yell really loud. Can you imagine? <laughs> He's down at the 43, <laughs> first and 10. <laughs> just saying. I'm, I'm disappointed that you ghosted them. Okay, I did not. Okay, Aaron? I kind of did ghost him. I forgot. <laughs> I'm a very busy guy. Okay. That's what it was. And then when I went to you, I said, hey, Eric, I need to go do. No, no. You have a show. You have a contract. That doesn't include the Logan Stampede on that we contract. Have, we don't have shows on Saturday afternoons. You wanted like me to I watch. I said before, you, you cannot drag me, me into this. You wanted me to watch some other games on Saturday. Uh, hey, uh, another from the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. This one coming in from 3426 to uh-huh. a conversation we had before our interview with the Logan Stampede. If you want to win next year... You need a center and a six-seven athlete, not just a guard or a forward, an actual go-get-you-a-bucket athlete. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, I agree with that. But Craig's not going to go find a guy who's going to be here for one year. He's going to go after a guy who is going to be around for a couple of years, not a one-and-done guy. That's kind of a waste. You need a guy who's going to be around for at least a couple of years. Maybe that's uh, something that they were – Type of person they're looking for in the transfer portal. Yep, and that transfer portal is getting very busy already. Very busy. Excuse me. Bless me. Okay. Sneezed. Good for you. (laughs) All right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. When we come back, um, very busy free agency in the NFL and uh, trade deadline in the NBA. A lot of player movement in the last uh, about week or so uh, between the two professional leagues. We'll 
start to preview that. We'll get into it more next hour, but uh, will the Utah Jazz make a move? They do play tonight. Should they make a move? We'll talk about that next in the Full Court Press. Girls, insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it jealous. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why did you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning. Get the delicious hot and spicy McChicken Biscuit and Chicken McGriddles, two for three bucks. Thirsty? Get any size Coke for just one buck. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. You see them everywhere. You may own one. In fact, you may be wearing one right now. A t-shirt printed by The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop's been around 30 years and printed over a million shirts. Have them custom print your shirts. For businesses, teams, clubs, groups, family reunions, The Logo Shop screen prints t-shirts, custom embroiders golf shirts and outerwear. The Logo Shop can put your logo on anything, from pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. See more at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. We Logo Stuff. The Logo Shop. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Don't forget to vote on the best of Northern Utah. Who's the best at what they do? Let your voice be heard. Cast your vote. You can count, uh, cast up to 10 votes every day in 10 different categories at bestofnorthernutah.com, presented by Thermo Fisher, where they are hiring. Voting continues through March 29th, bestofnorthernutah.com. Um, Ajay, trade deadline for the NBA coming up uh, is tomorrow is the deadline. Two questions. Okay. Should the Jazz make a move? Will they make a move? Should they? Yes. Will they? No. Why should they? They need... I Bogey sucks right now. Bogey is shooting... I don't know whose percentage is worse, Brock Miller or Bogey's, but it's pretty close. <laughs> He's definitely in a slump. Yes. To I, say the least. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I mean, and so they need somebody who can shoot and score. Like when Bogey's not playing well, somebody can come off the bench and, and be that productive, you know, a little bit more productive. Isn't that- Ursan Ilyasova? Oh, don't, don't. Isn't he going to be that guy? Don't, Eric. I mean, he's bogey light. Stop it, Eric. You do this all the time to me just to try to rile me up. (laughs) I ain't falling for it. Stop it. Why? (laughs) As hot as Joe Ingles is, does it matter? Yes, it does. Bogey needs to be good, too, or else they aren't going to win a lot of games. They need Bogey to be just as good as Joe is. When they're both good, they're an unbeatable team, but the problem is is when one of them's only good, the Lakers could beat them. The Suns could beat them. There's some good teams that could beat them. Boyan Bogdanovich for Tony Bradley? 
I hate you so bad, He's right playing now. starter minutes. No, Philadelphia. Stop it. They're really happy He's about a decoy. it. He has value. He has value. So does your seven Royce O'Neills. <laughs> yeah. Boogie will be back. I'm not, I don't think the Jazz will make a move. I don't think they need to really make anything significant. We'll see what else, uh, how it changes the landscape of the NBA, especially for any Western Conference teams. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NBA has one of the best trade deadlines in sports. Not necessarily because anything's going to happen, but it's a great excuse to talk about the state of the league. If you're a team like the 76ers or the Heat, you have to make a serious assessment of where you stand before Thursday's 3 p.m. Eastern deadline. Are you one move away from competing for the title? Are you behind the Lakers and Nets? And speaking of which, what kind of shape are the Lakers and Nets in? When will Durant be back? When will Anthony Davis be back? And the question always seems to be, what's going on with Kyrie? We've seen big deals at the trade deadline. Guys like Pau Gasol and Rasheed Wallace were traded around this time and eventually helped their teams win titles. I'm not sure that's going to happen with players like Kyle Lowry and Aaron Gordon. Still a great time to gear up and get excited for the rest of the regular season in the NBA and these trades that could impact the postseason. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X, with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low-spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's Punch Passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's Punch Passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox Sports! And here's...
here's what you need to know. The Colts will reportedly welcome back its long-tenured wideout TJ, or excuse me, T.Y. Hilton on a pristine one-year $10 million deal. $8 million of that is guaranteed. Free agent pass rusher Jadavian Clowney schmoozed with the Browns today as he looks for a new team. In the NBA, Rockets' Victor Oladipo will not participate in Houston's game tonight against the Hornets for personal reasons. Cavs' Colin Sexton is tending to a hamstring problem and will miss this evening's contest versus the Bulls. Pro golf pivoting to the Dell Match Play event. Dustin Johnson taking out Adam Long two up. Ian Poulter with five straight birdies on the back nine, beating Rory McIlroy six and five. And Jordan Spieth advances past Matt Fitzpatrick three and one. The NCAA tournament on the women's side playing out second round games, and the two seed Louisville is up sixty to fifty three against seven seeded Northwestern under twenty seconds to go in the fourth quarter. I'm Brian Fenley. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, I heard our intro still in the works. I've been updated. We're still a little bit of ways. Oh, well, as long as it's in the works, that's uh, hopefully that means there's progress being made. Yeah, progress. Is a, progress is a big word, though. Yeah, Matty. Uh, that's not per- as big as uh, <clears throat> some other words you've tried to say. What do you mean? Words that I've accomplished? Yeah, the realistic words, like that award that we would try to give out on Mondays for the high school player that did. Okay, well no. Don't game, the football game. Don't on bring Fridays. up past mistakes. Okay, you know how much, you know how much the company doesn't dwell on past mistakes here. All right, and I didn't even say it. I what? It's true. You didn't say it. No, I well, think that's no, that's no. Part of the I whole meant, point. What I meant. <laughs> what I meant was. Sometimes you do it on purpose, and that's what I did. I did it on purpose. That what it was. Yes, did it on purpose. And you're welcome. Okay, because our rate our rating skyrocketed after that. You're absolutely welcome. Hmm. Um, good stuff from Logan Stampede. You need to go to a game this year, Eric. Go watch him play. Yeah, I need to. I do. Go support him. I think you have to pay. I get it for free, but I think you have to pay. You're one of those guys where my face is my passport. It's my ticket. <laughs> do, you, do you ever give him the old, hey, do you know who I am in the round the valley? Pull the Patrick Ewing. Going, <laughs> dude, that poor guy. <laughs> hey, oh, I was going to say this. Uh, earlier today, Fred Dursch, um, who's a big fan of our show, big fan of me, of course. Um, <laughs> well, just a big fan of you. That's good. <laughs> uh, stopped by today. We've been talking, I think a couple weeks ago we talked about it. What... Uh, you know, top five athletes, you know, maybe out of each school, out of the Valley, out of Utah State basketball, so on and so forth. Right, we had kind of a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he uh, he came in and uh, explained some things to me. Said that his, uh, his brother was uh, pretty darn good. George Dursch, back in the day, 1984, helped lead uh, Logan to a championship. Um, You know, we really need to think about it, Eric. Maybe going through a Mount Rushmore of 
like Logan, Skyview, and Mountain Crest. Can't do Ridgeline, can't do Green Canyon for obvious reasons. There's not a lot of history there. I mean, I would probably end up being on the Mount Rushmore as a freshman coach. But, yeah, can't really do it that way. So, anyways, we had we to kind of maybe, we need to do one for football definitely because it's coming up. A Mount Rushmore of Utah State football. Generally speaking, or by position? That's yes, yeah, the question. Or do you just do one offensive side and one defensive side? Right? So Emmett White's on there. We're carving a lot of faces on the mountains around here. So many Mount Rushmores. Tony Adams is probably on there. Anthony Calvillo? Yeah, would be on there. And this is just for offense. Um, Savon Scarver, yes or no? Probably no. All-American kick returner? I know. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of a receiver that I put on. Kevin Curtis? Oh, he was good. And Chris Cooley? Chris Cooley was a great tight end. So that's four on offense. Um, And then defensively? Uh, Merlin Olsen. Mer- yeah, Merlin Olsen would be on there. I'm trying to think of a good defensive back in the day. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, yeah. Bobby Wagner would be on there. Um, some of, I'm thinking like, uh, okay, oh, you know, who, well, he's a running back. Never mind. I, I'm trying to think of a great defensive back, and, and none of them come down. Steve Smith, who is the uh, MVP of the, of the Aggies for the uh, 97. Humanitarian Bowl? Yeah, when they lost to Cincinnati. I don't know, maybe him. I couldn't. I can't think of a great defensive back in Utah State Aggie football history. Have we ever had one? Uh, yeah. What about uh, who? Uh, Will Davis had a lot of takeaways. Drafted by the Miami Dolphins. What about Jalen? Nevin Lawson. Nevin Lawson. Great one. Yeah. I mean, certainly my memory is more on the in the more recent players. Oh. Oh, we got to go. Uh, so 3426 says Nevin Lawson. 5338 says Roland Jones. How do we forget Roland Jones? Oh, yeah. Great player. All right. Played with the Denver uh, yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Uh, part of that mean defensive line. Roland, yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think about him. Um, John Newbold, Nevin Lawson, Will Davis, Cornell Green. Who's Cornell Green? Oh, yeah. Cornell Green. Who is he? He's a good player. When? Well, like, when did he play? Like, I honestly don't even, this is sad, but I don't even know. Um, his time frame. But, but you know and what? It's going a little bit further back. And see, that's the thing is that, I mean, like, the 92 team, they had to have some good defensive players on there. 2012 had to be loaded with some talent. 97 had to be loaded with some talent. Like, offense would be harder to do than defense. Because offense, there's a ton of choices that we've left out who were really good. Oh, Newbold, 60s. Oh, Played Cowboys. in the 60s and oh, okay. went to the Cowboys. Okay. That Cowboys team was no staunch either. They were awesome. All right. Yeah, fair enough. I like it. I like it. Anyways, we'll have to work on that. Maybe Yeah, a, we're uh, just spitballing here. But don't, yeah. I mean, we don't know. This is not an official take. Yeah, we, well... Yeah. These are under consideration. We under consider. Yeah, there you go. Under consideration. So Bobby Wagner would make the list, though, huh? 
He would be under consideration. You wouldn't put him as a for sure, though? I mean, because you guys think he's the greatest football player in Utah State football history. You, you guys, what does that mean? You, you guys. Johnny, you, right? Russell, he thinks he thinks Bobby Wagner is greater than well, so freaking Merlin Olson. I don't, I don't know about that. I've never claimed that. I'm not sure Russell I've heard asked. anyone ever claim that either. But um, you know, <laughs> look at uh, Bobby Wagner compared to Nick Vigil or Zach Vigil. Be interesting to compare them. Certainly, Bobby Wagner was part of a a sea tide change with the culture at Utah State. And perhaps that's why he stands out pretty significantly for a lot of people. And just he's had a long, very successful career in the NFL. Yeah, but we're Best talking, linebacker in but, the NFL. But, no. Time and again. No. No. He was he was very much helped by a very great defense around him um, that made him I, look good. Uh-huh. Really, but but look at his Legion uh, of Boom. Tackles. Are you serious? The Legion of Boom wasn't that good. Look at all his tackles. Look oh, at those geez. Pro Bowl selections. Oh geez, Super Bowl rings. The Pro Bowl. Mm, my heck. Listen, but we're not talking about NFL careers. We're talking no. strictly Utah State. Yes, that's true. Robbie Watts, and, and that's an that's an important thing because I think when people are considering, you know, collegiate players, sometimes we get clouded by what they did professionally or what they didn't do professionally. Sure. Will Davis really isn't doing a heck of a whole lot in the NFL right now. But, but he, he was, was great in he college. He was a ball hawk. Yeah. When he played for the Aggies. Hey, someone had asked me, and I can't really say who on the air, but someone who had listened to our show had asked me the question of, who would your Mount Rushmore be of the five Aggie basketball players coming off the bench? Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Seriously? Could you imagine wow. the problem that would be? 6789, text into the Guild Mortgage text line. B-Wax college career was a big deal. Full stop. See, and, that's, and I remember hearing a lot about Bobby Wagner when he was playing for Utah State. Like, when you needed a big-time play, defensively, Bobby Wagner was your guy. Oh, yeah. Consistently. He had an amazing nose for where the ball was headed, and then he was, always found himself there. So, do we leave off Robert Turbin as a consideration for the or- Mount Rushmore offense? Or Kerwin I, Williams? I don't know that you leave him off. I think you could consider him, sure. Do you consider Kerwin Williams, right? Kerwin Williams? Is yeah. That Kerwinning? Uh, I'd put Turbin ahead of Kerwin Williams. Dominic Eberly. Oh, man. Dude, he set some records, and yeah. he was consistently good. I mean, our kicker sucked for how many years? I mean, and you, cost us how many games? You put a kicker on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, dude, dude how, I mean, come on. You came up with a nickname for the guy. He set an NCAA record. He set how many NCAA records in one game? Not alone. And by the way, no one scored more points in their career, in, in Utah's history career, until Dominic, like Dominic Everly beat Robert Turbin in points scored in a career. Come on. <laughs> the kicker like now leads Utah State football history in points in a career. 9948, Kevin Curtis. Absolutely. And Kevin, but here's the thing. Was Kevin that good in his career at Utah State? Or was he just the only receiver that was thrown to over and over again? <laughs> because there was nobody else to well, throw to. There's, there's a little bit of that. But that guy had <laughs> wheels, though. Yeah, he was a he monster. He was a burner. I remember, I think it was the New Mexico game. I remember the story. Al told this story, and I'll never forget it. But I think it was versus New Mexico. And 
uh, like New Mexico, he was just beating defenders over the top routes where they were just grabbing his jersey and they freaking kept pulling it to slow him down. So then Mike Bear grabs some duct tape and tapes the inside of his jersey to his pads. So then like the, like the players can't grab his jersey anymore. <laughs> and he was just off to the uh, races. That's great. 9948, uh, and give Chucky some love. Or sorry, Nick6789 says, give Chucky some love. That season opener against Auburn was a true freshman, was friggin' beacon of light. I that agree. was incredible. I agree. Uh, Kevin Curtis was good for the Eagles. Definitely yes, was. was. Yeah. Yes, he was. I forgot he played for Philadelphia. Until he got, uh, he got hurt and he got cancer. And that really I didn't know he got cancer. Derailed Shut up, really? his uh, career. Yeah. He tried Dude, to come back. He tried to make a comeback. It just never And that's another stopped. guy we're leaving off is Chucky Keaton. Consideration. Yeah, I mean, good quarterback, but uh, look, Hypel, um, not Hypel, uh, Hippel. No, Josh um, Hypel, you're right. No, the uh, he played for the Aggies and he went to play for Detroit. Uh, oh that's, that's man, Hipple. I about said Joey Harrington. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> then you. I mean, you got nine nine four eight says Emmett. Yeah, there's. Yeah, but here's the thing: is what did. So what? Because Anthony Cavill won a uh, bowl game, right? Ninety-two Nevada against Nevada. Was that was that a bowl game they won that year? The Las Vegas Bowl. Was he the quarterback? I think he was. I think he was. So yeah, what what separates Chucky from Anthony Cavill? Because Chucky did some great things. I mean, that Auburn game still sticks out to me. Probably should have won it, but that's another story. Nine nine four eight Emmett White absolutely oh my word top that of my guy, list yes that, that is the that f- game where he was returning kickoffs and punts and running the ball and receiving I mean the guy was doing everything yeah no I've actually, ever seen a I performance would put like that Emmett White and Merlin Olson as guarantees on my Mount Rushmore for for the offensive side of the ball his all purpose yards I have to go back and remember which game Dude, that was but it was insane I watched him once in person it was ridiculous three four two six if you're talking just running backs at Utah State Robert Turbin definitely on the Mount Rushmore you didn't even have to second guess he was an NFL running back if it was just running backs I would put Robert Turbin on there if it's an all offensive Mount Rushmore of four guys Robert Turbin's on consideration but man I've got two spots left because White and Olson get I guess Merlin was a defensive side. He was a huh? defensive guy, yeah. Merlin okay, Olsen so I've got, I've got Emmett White as a for sure. Everybody else is a consideration. I'm not even guaranteeing putting Anthony Cavill on there because I'd almost stick Chucky above Anthony Cavill. <sighs> wow. I'm trying to think. Do we have any other great quarterbacks besides, I mean, Jordan Love obviously was great, but Jordan Love was only around. He only played for two years. In the second year, he wasn't that good. He struggled. So I'm trying to think of other great Utah State quarterbacks. Um, Travis Cox was bad. Was um, that bad? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, Eric Hipple was. You have to consider Eric. Hipple. Who was who was Eric Hipple? I don't know who the heck we're talking about. Yeah, he played for uh, the Detroit Lions for a lot of years. Ten years in the NFL. John Newbold says Abu Wilson, who's a running back. Actually, Abu was really good. I didn't think about that. Abu would have been awesome as a selection, but I'm still taking him at white. That's 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 tough to say otherwise. Uh, nine nine four eight Jeff Crosby. I forgot about Jeff Crosby. <laughs> I forgot about him. I think was he? No, it was Travis Cox who uh, I went to a Utah State game and they were like forty nine nothing. 
Um, Jeff Crosby would be a good one. Five three three eight. I would recommend staying out of your backyard pool when I'm teeing off. Sign Rory McIlroy. God bless you. Nine nine four eight. Jeff Crosby, Eric. Would he be in consideration as a quarterback? He was a quarterback, but on Mount Rushmore, no way, right? No. Okay. Uh, uh, we got to go to the phone lines here. Let's do it. With uh, which is always good to get the Aggie fans who can bring us back to educate uh, us and, a little remind bit, remind us of some of the great players of yesteryear. Uh, what are some of the players maybe we're leaving off here? Okay, Louis Giamona. Ooh, yes. Probably the greatest running back in the history of Utah State. Alt. Taylor went on to play good career for the Lions. MacArthur Lane. Oh yes, the Lane. Went on to play. Went on to play for the Packers. Uh, Roy Shivers played in the NFL for St. Louis. Yeah, those are great uh, Pat- names. You wanted a DBE, Patrick. Allen was a great one, played for Houston. Um, Bob Wilkes was a very good DB. Huh. I got to be honest, like, out of the six guys he mentioned, I think I know one of them. But that, again, there's recency bias on my on my, on my my part. You need to do your... Well, you guys... Get your Aggie yeah, history going yeah, there, Ajay. Eric. I'll Those are some it. great, great names. Hey, who was the Lane guy you mentioned? MacArthur. MacArthur Lane. And where did he play at after Utah State? Where did he play after? Did, sorry, sorry. Utah yeah, State? did he go to the Did he go to the NFL after, or did he just play at Utah State? Yeah, like the Packers. Oh, jeez, that's not too shabby. <laughs> Okay. He played professionally for Eric, uh, 11 seasons. Yeah. Eric Hipple was also a very good quarterback. Yeah. Played the Lions. When did he play? I'd have to. Um, I, gotta, I can't remember when he played. I, I, think it was in, I think it was in the 70s. Okay, so it was a while ago. Okay. All right. I need to get like Doug. I need to get Doug Hoffman. I I gotta go pick his brain on some of this stuff and and ask. Huh. I think I think your quarterback for this thing would be touchdown Tony Adams. See, I'm right about Tony. I knew it. Would you put Anthony Cavill on on the list? Oh. Well, if you if you only include playing for the Aggies, I'd put him pretty close. But you know, he's the greatest quarterback ever in the CFL. Yeah, it's true. That's true. It's a good point. And, and set records as a professional quarterback that no one else is going to touch. Yeah. So. Depends on if you're talking just 
Aggie career, you know, I, I'd put him second or third all time for the Aggies. Yeah, Eric Hipple played 1976 to 1979 as a starter for Utah State. Mm, wow. Calvillo was 92-93 seasons. Wow. Okay. Hey, well, uh, thank you for the phone call. Greatly appreciate it. Good to hear your voice, and uh, uh, appreciate you listening to our show. Yeah, anytime I can help you, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, good. I need a lot of it, so that's good stuff. That's hey, awesome. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank appreciate you. Great it. phone call. Uh, if you want to call in, 435-752-1069. Got a lot of texts coming in, too. Uh, 9948 says, uh, you might not have four heads on Rushmore if you silly went with quarterbacks at Utah State. 5338 <laughs> texts in, of course there's makeup calls in sports. It's the referee's job to keep everything as even as possible, signed Tim Peel. Did you see that? The hockey game? The uh, Nashville? Uh, I heard there was some controversy in hockey oh, with the referee, dude, but I don't I He's mic'd up, and he says... Uh, you know, I can't remember how he put it, but that he needed to call purposely a foul on Nashville. Like he was mic'd up and he said that. Oh gosh! And all like Nancy was oh. like, "Well, you're done." Terrible. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Good text five three three eight. Uh, great stuff from the Gil Morgan's text line. Appreciate you all joining in. We'll uh, we'll have to piece that together, do some research, and I need to go ask some questions and maybe sit down with the guy who just called us and say, "Hey, pick my brain a little bit and help me out." Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. We'll have to uh, we'll have to dive into that a little bit further as we get closer to fall football season. Spring practice for Utah State already underway, which is crazy enough. So, uh, five three three eight texts in. I would recommend staying out of your backyard pool when I'm teeing off. Yeah, signed Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I saw that. That was good stuff. <laughs> Good old Rory. You know, it's it's been interesting looking at this uh, Mount Rushmore of four of uh, four Aggies for football. Um, again, it's their history probably isn't as prestigious uh, as basketball is, but I think there's like just individual performances or individuals out there who had a shining season, and that's probably why we'd stick them on there. To be honest with you. Helps when I have my phone or my mic on. More from the phone lines. Uh, Johnny wants to weigh in about uh, former Aggie quarterback. Johnny, I would just say Kent oh, Myers geez. did not get the respect that he deserved. Kent Myers. Myers. Oh, okay. Hey, can Can I ask for you to vouch for Kent Myers? What would you say? I just feel like he was one of the more dependable quarterbacks we had. Never got us in much trouble. Was underrated at his time here at USU. Did he, is he the one, and forgive me, because my memory is just so bad these days, but he was one where Jordan Love was sitting behind him, right? And then yep. th- did they make the changes? Is that him? Yep, that's him. Yes. Yeah. As a quote-unquote seasoned quarterback with years under his belt, got benched in favor of Jordan Love. So, But he did He did set uh, at the time when he, when he came in as a young quarterback. I remember one of his early games. Was it against Wyoming? Like he did not miss a pass. Uh, it, like it, oh, oh. I guess Johnny's done. But um, he uh, early on when he got kind of inserted into the starting lineup, um, they they built they ran the offense to his strengths, and it was it was impressive to see really? what they did. But to say he was underrated and put him up there. Uh, I can't do it. That's a, he doesn't I'm, have a valid enough resume. I appreciate him being considered. 
Yeah. But I he was never consistent. As a upperclassman, he got benched in favor of a young Jordan Love. So certainly that speaks to Jordan's talents and abilities. We know he was first rounder in the NFL. Um, had a great career at Utah State. But uh put Kent Myers on the list. Mm. Sorry, I'm a, that's a stretch for me. Yeah, I'm not totally sold on Kent. I put Chucky above Kent. Tony Adams. Yeah. Dude, we still need to talk about Dominic Everly. We leaving that guy off? Boy, that's <laughs> Cuz if you I'd do, st- uh, shame on you. He's a valuable player, there's no question. He was a weapon. Dude, our kickers like cost us how many games for how many years? Ah, uh, that's true. Dominic comes in and he does great in it. I mean, he helps win us games. You, you keep mispronouncing his name. It, it's oh, dominant. No, it Everly. was dominant, and now dominant, it's Dominic. Dominant. Everly. It was. Again, this is all under consideration. Yeah, We're not we have a not officially posted here. our I'm list. Not posting my flag on this hill and living and dying by it just yet. But some great suggestions. Great when phone are you calls, get, too. When, well, you know what? You better start putting together your flag then because when we get closer to football season, this crap is happening. We're making it happen, Captain. <laughs> we are doing a Mount Rushmore offense and defense. Like, if you did a holder of the year, would Matt Wells be on it? <laughs> holder of the year? DJ Nilton? <laughs> That's brutal. I can't uh, believe I just said that. Attack punts. Who's on the Mount Rushmore for attack punts on third down? Riley Jensen? <laughs> it's Riley Jensen's face <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> Along with Coach Dave Arcelani. No, don't do that. <laughs> Shame on you. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dave Arcelani. Hey, coaches. What if you were to do coaches? Ooh. John L. Smith? I know he had kind of a crazy ending. Uh, Coach Romney? Yeah, he'd have to be. I mean, the dang stadium was named after the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Romney. Would you put Wells on there? Uh, It'd have to be under consideration. Gary, yes? I would still have to be in consideration. Yes, his uh, second tenure taints it, but uh, his first go around. Mm. 9948, Charlie Weatherby. Absolutely. Or what about Chucky Shelton? Chuck Shelton, the great Chuck Shelton. Hmm. Interesting, yeah, interesting thoughts. Uh, Hey, we've got to take a time out here in the Full Court Press. Feel free to continue to chime in on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Or you can call us. We've had some callers today, 752. No, yes, 752-1069, 435-752-1069. Help uh, set us young whippersnappers straight if we're missing out on some of the great ones. Uh, Again, this is not any set in stone, but a good consideration for some of the great ones that might be considered on a Mount Rushmore of Utah State football. Uh, The uh, NFL free agency is underway. NBA trade deadline is coming up. It is, uh, what, 24 hours away from that being done. Uh, Any big trades that have taken place? Will the Utah Jazz be involved? Should they? 
be involved. We'll discuss all that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more, lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. This year, celebrate your anniversary with diamond jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Diamonds are a lasting gift and will be passed to future generations. When you shop our store, you'll enjoy a large selection of diamond bands, diamond pendants, and diamond earrings. Or perhaps this is the year to remount your diamond in a new one-of-a-kind wedding ring. Design it yourself and have one of our goldsmiths make the perfect ring. If you're in the market, come today. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It's the Cash Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, presented by Anderson Seed and Garden. It all happens this Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Ice Center. Well over 100 vendors with garden, concrete, doors, windows, pest control, landscaping, cabinetry, home remodeling, solar information, tree care. The list is endless. Food, fun, and kids' activities provided by the United Way of Cash Valley. Free parking, easy access, and so many ideas at this year's Cash Valley Home and Garden Show at the Eccles Ice Center this Friday and Saturday. I'm Sean Hamblin, the Serta mattress rep for the state of Utah. Because Fisher Home Furnishings is one of our premier Serta dealers, we've given them an exclusive offer. Fisher's has agreed to take two truckloads and liquidate all remaining last year's premium Serta mattresses. You'll save $300, $500, and up to $1,000 on these premium Serta mattresses. This is a one-time offer and will only last as long as the inventory is in stock. Special no-interest financing is available. Two truckloads directly from Serta, $300, $500, and up to $1,000 off on these two truckloads of last year's premium Serta mattresses. Exclusively at Fisher Home Furnishings. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a Bobcat, a Wolf, a Grizzly, a Mustang, or a Riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Boy, great feedback today. Oh, it's awesome. You know, anytime we get a chance to talk about the great ones, the former players that really stood out, it's a lot of fun. And uh, you have differing opinions. And really, uh, Ajay, I find that it kind of depends on what your era was when you were paying attention. Um, what do you mean? Uh, I think that uh, when you were... Uh, in your younger years, you tend to remember or, or think things in your formative years that th- those were more impactful to you. Um, so I think there, there's a sometimes a, a, a class, age class, that will remember things as they used to be as better than perhaps they are yeah. currently. No, that's a good point. Which isn't to say that's wrong. Don't get me wrong. Because sometimes that... 
those were better players. And that, there was a great run there for Utah State where they were a powerhouse, regularly sending guys to the NFL, regularly having guys in the NFL play at very high levels. So they were producing great talent. Um, but there's also been some really good talent uh, recently, too. Yeah, I, that, and that's the thing. He's got to separate the re- recency bias, is what many people will call it, versus, you know, what they, I mean, you want to ignore those who built the ground first. But you got to have a resume that's going to, you know, really stick out to you. And, I, I you know, I, I, I felt like basketball, like, was a little bit tougher because, I mean, there was just so many stars. I mean, when, in regards of Utah State basketball itself, there was a lot of stars. I mean, and then Merrill came along, Keta came along. You had Marvin Roberts, Greg Grant, Wayne Estes, um, geez, Tony Brown. I just, I mean, the list goes on and on. I think it was tougher then for basketball than it is for football, but it's tougher to make, maybe it's tougher to make an argument for basketball than it was for football, but it's tougher to find players who actually have a glowing resume to put them on a Mount Rushmore for football. Well, and, and I think also you have to consider. Who were they? Who were they with, and who were they going against? Uh, certainly, the the Mountain West Conference today, the teams that Utah State players have to go up against today and over the last seven years or so. Um, you know, uh, how was how does that competition compare to what some of those guys were doing in in the sixties and seventies? Uh, or even in the uh, even in the eighties. So, but uh, those were there were some great players at some great runs at Utah State. That's yeah. what's fun about having that, this. Discussion. That's a good point. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let let's shift gears, on Jay. It's a Wednesday. Yep. What went wrong Wednesday? Well, if your name's Texas, if your name's Georgetown, if your name's San Diego State, if your name's Big Ten, yeah. That, ooh, good one, good one. I like that. Hey, did, did the did the NCAA tournament become more boring for you because the casual blue bloods of Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina weren't the powerhouses that they were and weren't a part of the tournament? Because it seems like when Duke's in there, people want to watch it because they want to see Duke lose. North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas. I mean, Kansas was in it, obviously. Uh, UNC was. But you were... Just the dominance of those teams kind of drew people to the TV because they want to see dominant teams like that get beat. I I like watching the upset. I like cheering for the uh, the underdog. Yes. If, if, uh, if the team that I'm pulling for is not in it, I'm always pulling for the upset. Okay. Um, and uh, does it does it hurt TV ratings that Loyola Chicago is making a deep run instead of maybe a Michigan State? Tom Izzo on the sidelines? Mm. Um, maybe. Does it hurt that uh, Duke is not there and Kentucky's not there? It maybe. But as far as entertainment value, man, I, that's what I love about this tournament. It's is the chaos. It, it's so unpredictable every year. And every every time that that ball goes up, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be an Abilene Christian who knew who they were upsetting Texas with their huge 
budget that they have, the huge resources that they have. But you have this little Abilene Christian who hasn't been playing Division I basketball for all that long. That's what I love about this tournament. That's what I love about giving the kids and the coaches the chance to determine their own fate. Instead of a a group of people um, coming together and saying, this is the order, this is the finish, this is how it's going to come to an end this year, except for four teams. It just It's not right. That's what I love about college basketball, that there is a way that the NCAA has held on to that. They have not yielded their authority to somebody else. That They have continued to preserve a way to let the players determine their fate. Hmm. Now that's a good way to put it. I mean, when you give them one game, right? You get one game, and if you play bad in that game, it's it. You got one game to play the best game of your life to move on in the tournament. Give credit to Loyola Chicago because they've done it a few times. Give credit to Al, you know, this Albany Christian and Texas team. <laughs> you you still, laugh, but I'm still You still serious. struggle with their name. Abilene Christian. Now, I think it's fun. I, I think it's entertaining. I like seeing the, the upsets and just seeing how far this team can go that that uh, you know that didn't get a lot of credit earlier on. And just these teams that turn it on late in the season, all of a sudden, look what they're doing. Like, yeah. uh, you know I, I cheer against Syracuse, but look what they're doing. That is a, that's a kind of a fun story. Oregon State, look what they're doing. They were terrible in the regular season. Both of those teams had to play well in their own conference tournaments to get in. And now that they're there, they've kept the momentum going. Yeah, no, it's uh But you hey, still have a team like Gonzaga that's just so dominant. What Can a, they be <laughs> slowed down? That's the big question. What about uh what went right? Pac twelve? Boy, wow. Are you kidding me? What a statement. A conference that was getting the made first fun two of rounds. since like August of last year turns into basketball and goes to the NCAA tournament, flips the switch, and now they're five and six and one or whatever it is. Nine and one. Nine and one. Jeez. That's impressive, Eric. <laughs> you talking That's, about NCAA yeah. units coming back to your conference? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All they had to do was get rid of Larry Scott at the end of the season and everything was going to go right. <laughs> and that, and there, here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else went wrong? Uh, Nets tonight. I mean, well, I guess Lakers. LeBron James sprains his ankle. He's out for a little. It took him like a month is what they're saying. A month. He's out. Uh, and Anthony Davis isn't fully healthy. Uh, the Nets have Irving, Durant, Harden, and Griffin out tonight versus the Jazz. So maybe what went wrong, national television for basketball, NBA. <laughs> right? I mean. Yeah. Top team, you know, versus one of the better teams in the East, and instead you're going to get the Jazz versus the bench warmers. Uh, Eric Walden, he follows the Utah Jazz. Yep. For the, the uh, Salt Lake Tribune. He is uh, reporting, tweeting, that uh, the Utah Jazz could be a dark horse candidate to land J.J. Redick as a buyout guy. That sucks. I'm so sick of this. Brooklyn, though, is probably the front runner. 
Brooklyn's going to get him. He ain't going to Utah. Why not? His skill set would fit in perfectly. He hates Utah. He ain't going there. If he has a chance to score a lot of points, be a significant contributor, and win, potentially win a championship? Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, I... He ain't, well, okay, the Look, Jazz, you're dogging the Jazz, on Boyan Bogdanovich. The, the Jazz aren't going to win a championship. Don't they need to make that move? Stop it. The Jazz are not winning a championship. Stop it. It's unhealthy what you're doing, Eric. I didn't say they're going to win the championship, but to uh, have a good opportunity to play for one. Wait, timeout. Explain what a good opportunity would be. What I mean, what, going to the Western Conference Finals or losing in the second round? I'm just saying. I'm trying to make sure that I keep everything real. What went wrong Wednesday? Why does AJ continue to hate on the Utah Jazz? I don't. I, I'm just trying to help you stay real. Okay? You don't need to freaking go out there and be like, hey, Jazz are going to the Western Conference Finals. Definitely have a shot at the champion. No, you don't. When LeBron and AD get back and they're healthy, you're in deep trouble. When Kawhi PG-13 and this Clippers is healthy and they're playing in the playoffs, you're in trouble. That's why you need shot makers. Oh, I thought Joe Ingles and Bojan Bajanovic for shot makers. I thought you had it. Here's what Woj reported earlier today. Uh, J.J. Redick and the New Orleans Pelicans appear headed for a buyout. Redick still keeps an offseason home in Brooklyn, and the Nets appear to be the frontrunner for him. Redick has also had a long-standing relationship with Utah Jazz coach Quinn Snyder and could consider joining the Western Conference leaders. But the Jazz would have to they'd have to dump somebody else. They'd have to cut somebody, wouldn't they, to make a spot for him? Yeah. They got a How do they roster. have the money for that by the way? There the Jazz are actually a little bit over the tax line. Get rid of George Nyang. I know uh, Eric, Eric Walden is uh, is reporting that it seems unlikely that the Jazz will make a trade before the deadline. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But there are some other notable guys who could be on the move. Uh, Aaron Gordon from Orlando. We heard Victor Oladipo at the top of the hour. He could be on the move. Kyle Lowry from Toronto. Yeah, dude. How about Ol- Where does Oladipo end at? I guess he wants to go to Miami. That's his hope. So him, Butler. But then if you got to trade Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, man, that's a that's a big loss for Miami if they got to give those guys away just to get Oladipo. AJ, I need you to be the one to read our latest text on the Guild Mortgage text line. Yes. I'd love to. Let's From see. From 9463. 9463. Audrey, you can't be the voice of the local sport in Cash Valley and then completely denounce any possibility of the Jazz winning the championship, man. They're the one seed. Got to show some hope. They're actually good. You're supposed to be the person who hypes them up. Don't give in to Nick Wright's philosophy, please. Okay, first of all. Amen, 9463. Okay, okay, no, no, calm down. Calm, Preach. No, calm, you calm the fetch down. Listen, two things. One, Nick Wright sucks, okay? Like, I mean, there are people who made a mistake in their careers. Nick Wright is one of those guys. Two, 9463. Eric, how many times have you gone into a jazz? You're incredibly optimistic that we're going to be in the Western Conference Finals. We're going to be in the NBA Finals. 
only to get beat by Kobe in the second round, get beat by James Harden in the first round, get swept by the Golden State Warriors, get beat by the Lakers. We, we, we go in with so much hope, and I think I've been hurt so many times by the Utah Jazz that I, I mean, when they were up three games to one, okay, and I went into full jinxy mode, and I guaranteed that we would be in the Western Conference Finals when we were up. We were up three games to one, and we lost. I was sad. I was devastated. I was hurt. I, was, I felt betrayed by the Utah Jazz. You're up three games to one, and you can't win one game. One game to get you to the second round. Don't tell me. It was it's a personal betrayal. I'm not being, I'm, yes. And I'm not being pessimistic. I'm being a realist. The Jazz are a good basketball team, absolutely. But come playoff time, when LeBron's healthy, 80's healthy, the Lakers are a bad matchup for the Jazz. When Kawhi and PG-13 and that Clippers team is healthy, as we've seen before, they're a bad matchup for the Utah Jazz. Jazz beat them when they were healthy no, early they in the year. No, they, oh, no, they did Remember, because they played the Clippers in that same week. They lost, They beat them when they didn't have anybody. And then the next night or two nights later, they played them when they had everybody healthy. And the Clippers really handled the Jazz. But you're forgetting about the game early in the season. On fe- January 1st. By the way, 2787. 106 odd, to 100. Who played in that they game? They were fully staffed. They were? Yes. I'm going to pull up the box score right now. 2787. Ajay is 100% right. He states the facts. The Jazz will not win. Kawhi Leonard played 39 minutes. Serge Ibaka played 34 minutes. Patrick Beverly played 28 minutes. Paul George played 38 minutes. Nick Batum, 35. That's your starting lineup. Yeah. Lou Williams off the bench played 25. Lucas Kennard, 18. He was their big free agent. Acquisition. Okay, okay, well, then help me here. Offseason. And, and, and again, Paul nine, George put 25 nine, four, points. Six, three. I'm not trying to denounce the Utah Jazz. I'm not trying to throw a dark cloud over the organization. But in a seven game series versus the Los Angeles Clippers, you think the Jazz would come out of there with a win? In a seven game series versus that Clippers team. 9463, not a real Jazz fan, shaking my head. I am a real Jazz fan. I love the Utah Jazz. I'm a diehard Jazz fan, but I've been through enough pain. All so, right? You don't want to put yourself out there because you don't want to get hurt again. Yes. Okay. You're just trying to protect yourself. As Michael Scott once said, I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> I'm not, though. Hey, Ajay, um, some sad news. When we talk about trade deadline, yeah, because of the way things work with trading and if you cut a player and whatnot. Anyway, you're not going to all the details, but bottom line here is the Jazz are not allowed to reacquire Ed Davis or Tony Bradley in a trade or sign them as free agents. I bet you twenty bucks the Jazz came up with that rule so they didn't have to acquire Ed Davis or Tony Bradley. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Ed, he's not coming back this year. Why, man? See, here's the and here's your problem, Mike. You are so sucked into the jazz fandom that you forget <laughs> that we had Tony Bradley backing up Rudy Gobert. <laughs> That's why I'm, no. I'm so hot eye on them this year. And you're so high on Royce O'Neal. Yes, he plays. Five you, think George, you think George Yang should be an All Star? I've never said. that. Yes, you 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 pretty much did, without saying it. You did because so, you didn't want to. I come didn't out say there. it, but I said it. Yes. 
because he didn't want to come flat out and say, <laughs> by the way, he's an all-star. There's so many problems here, Eric. What's one of the better three-point shooters in okay, the NBA. Okay, okay, but again, but wait, you haven't even answered my question. Fully healthy team, Jazz and Clippers, seven-game series, you would say who? Uh, I would take the Jazz. You're crazy. I think they have oh my gosh. more shot makers. Really? Because Boyan can hit the broad side of the They're a good the defensive bar. team, too. Boyan, right now, they're nicknaming him Brock Miller. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, okay, seven-game series versus a fully healthy Lakers team. Lakers or Jazz? Ooh, that's a good one. I'd probably, I'd probably lean more to Lakers. See, nine four six three. Told you, I told you. I think the Jazz have more depth, but fully healthy LeBron, a fully healthy Anthony Davis. Those are some real matchup problems. But if we're going. Depth, pound for pound. Seven game series. And you take the Lakers. I would too. Barely. Well, you think it's going seven by one? You think it's going seven? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you did. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. It's time to vote for the Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Best of Northern Utah. Vote every day through March 29th at bestofnorthernutah.com. Best of Northern Utah. Let your voice be heard and reward your favorite local businesses in and around Cache Valley. Best of Northern Utah. Vote now at bestofnorthernutah.com. It's the 2021 Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Vote now through March 29th. Best of Northern Utah. Girls, insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. Winter is the perfect time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence help you with venom testing for next spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurance, including SelectMed. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880. That's 
753-7880. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. Until you are advanced heating and air. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Don't forget to vote on the best of Northern Utah. Best of Northern Utah. That's where you go. <laughs> Cast your ballot. Best of Northern Utah. You can uh, vote in 10 different categories once a day. And uh, make sure you, won't you, have, you know, select your votes. Make sure you submit your ballot so it counts. And then go back the next day and do it again. Best of Northern Utah. <laughs> Try bestofnorthernutah.com. <laughs> Presented by Thermo Fisher. Best of Northern Utah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good stuff. I'm going to rip my ears out. So, uh, NBA trade deadline is coming up tomorrow, but the NFL has also been very active with free agency. AJ, I think just about every NFL team has uh, been active to some degree or another. Yeah, my Patriots, man, they're getting at it a little bit. I like it. Spicy. <laughs> They've probably been as active as anybody. Milton Aguilar's been signed. He's kind of old, but I like him. Uh, Henry Anderson. They just signed James White today, by the way. They got back David Andrews. Uh, Hunter Henry, the tight end for the Chargers, is headed our way. Uh, Ted Karras, who is, I think, with the Dolphins. And Kyle Van Noy, the best linebacker in the AFC, is headed our way, too. Uh, thanks to uh, intern Cody for digging this nugget out. Patriots have spent $137.5 million in guaranteed money over two days on free agents. None of them named J.J. Watt. That sucks. He's headed to Arizona. That's crazy. Yeah. He's going to hate it there. Does anybody still try to pursue Deshaun Watson? or is it? No, I, I think that. He's just yeah, too you, toxic right now. He can't. Yep, it's too heated. You can't, like, that's too bad, too, because he had a lot of suitors. Tampa brings a lot of guys back. Yeah, they got Sue back, Gronkowski back, Brady's back. Uh, they got everybody back. They didn't lose a, they didn't lose a soul. <laughs> that's incredible. And uh, the Green Bay Packers look like they're going to restructure and Rodgers. Yeah, okay, bit. so what does that do to does Jordan Mercedes Love? Mercedes Lewis. Does uh, Jordan Love just got to sit it out then? Which I think is fine. He, I think For he how many years, though, man? Aaron Rodgers was he backed up Brett Favre for a couple of years. For a while. Yeah. That worked out all right. Uh by the way, two seven eight seven to text it in. The Jazz have a great team, but when it comes to the games that really count for some reason, they always find a way to choke and lose. It drives me nuts. I am with you. The bigger the game, the worse the team, the bad the worse they are. That's how it is. The bigger the game, the worse the opponent, the worse the Jazz are. That's how it's always worked. Oh, we're playing the Nets without their best players, all five of them. Let's go lose by six <laughs> and shoot 20%. Uh, 
The Nets are 16-2 and in their last 18 games. But uh, who knows who's going to play tonight. Yeah, that's the thing is who's going to play tonight. It's going to be on uh, here on the fan. Yeah. The game at 7.50. It's an 8 o'clock tip-off. But it will also be an ESPN game. I'm sure they're tickled that. Big yeah, they got to be a little. <laughs> hey, uh, 8577 wants to know, if Kettle leaves for the NBA, we need to recruit a better center. Shaman Zabala and Dorius aren't going to cut it. I, I, we, uh, I think we got to wait on Shimon. Let's see what he does. Yeah. You need a look. Keta's kind of once in a generation. Oh yeah, Keta's yeah. So to think you're going to get somebody that's just going to be like him or good close luck to him? With that. Yeah, I'm sorry, good that's just not going to happen. So, but it, it, the offense probably isn't going to run through the center next year. The, you know, the center is not going to be the focal a, point of the offense. We need to find somebody who the offense can run through. Then is it Raleigh? I mean, does he get better shooting? Be more consistent? Yeah. Bean, Marco. It can't run through Bean. If it runs through no, Bean, Bean's specialty we, is we are screwed. Is uh is cleaning up and Yeah, just with it this cannot that offense cannot go through Bean. I mean, they have set plays for him. It's fine, but Which is no, fine. not can, no. But not as your featured guy. No, please no. I love Bean too. I hey, thanks for all the feedback him. today. It was a ton yeah, of fun. Yeah, let's run. Thanks guys. We'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great night everybody.